Hello and welcome to The Punting Monologue with more than one of us. It's a duologue and we're sticking with it. I've got Benny Clifton with me, Sonny Munn here. How are you, Benny? Yeah, good, mate. How are you going? Sound fresh. Grouse. Yeah, a bit too fresh, actually, for my liking, but that's okay. It's good. Is the pep in your step because of the big races coming up on set, though? It is, mate. Huge. Going straight to Mooney Valley for the big one, the All-Star Mile, and 10 of the best. So, God, if we don't strike it lucky there, then something's wrong. Hey, I did uh, I did crunch some numbers before we get stuck into it. And uh, last week, out of the seven races you had a bit of a nibble at, you collected two wins and three sizable place getters. Bravo. And my nine Omans returned two very short-priced place getters. So... That theory is dead and buried. I'm looking forward to... You've got 10 Omans this week, have you? Absolutely not. I have canned that for the minute. It gave me no dividends and wasted everyone's time. But what we do have is great sponsorship from the folk over at Min Sports, running a hell of a comp over there for the All-Star Mile, and they've got plenty of stuff going on there. So thanks to everyone at Min Sports. Look, mate, this is a massive day of racing, so I think we might as well get stuck straight into it. Uh, Mooney Valley, it's going to be a bit of a hot week. Is that all right for Mooney Valley? Yeah, hot week, rail true, good four. I suppose the drier the track gets, the more it'll favour on pace runners. There is a little bit of wind around, but there's generally a little bit of cover from the stands there at Mooney Valley. So I just think a good starting point for Mooney Valley nearly every time is just look for a horse who's up on the speed. So that's what we've done. And um, there's a few bets early in the card. I think we sit out a few in the middle and then we come home strong. So um, it should be a good betting day on Saturday. And the supporting card probably lacks a little bit of star power, but the all-star mile is really good. Yeah, it's a humdinger. We'll get to that. That's about six or seven races in. So we will start off, as you always do, at race number one in a sprint here in a dash for cash over 1,000. Let's call it a kilometre. We've got only seven runners here, so be wary if you're having a bit of a place. We've got Midwest at 250. My numero uno is coming in at numero dos in the favouritism department at 320. Scissor Step is not going the Frosby flop at 440. Sartorial Splendor, know a thing or two about that at 950. Double figures the rest. Are we shouldering arms early and seeing how it plays? No, should we call this one the All-Star Kilometre? Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, it's the All-Star K. Let's do that. No, we're betting here. Right. And when I did the speed map, on uh, Midwest is one of the quickest horses, the first 100 metres in Australia, and loves the valley. He's got some big figures there. And I am like, and I was looking for a bit, a little bit of speed outside of it. There wasn't a lot going on. Sartorial Splendor used to lead, but seems to lack that um, early dash these days. And my numero uno off a really long bait break might be fresh, but it does tend to get back a little bit and probably better over uh, 1,200 metres. So I think Midwest will get a really soft lead. It's got some Sydney form, which is strong. Bit top weight, not worried about that. I'll just go to the front and, and roll along. And I just love Mooney Valley horses. Horses who have form at Mooney Valley, I like backing them again at Mooney Valley. And this is a horse who, who definitely ticks that box. So I just think it's an easy bet to have straight to the front shouldn't be any competition for the front and it should just keep running so we're with midwest early um good way to start off the day of the rest as i mentioned my numero uno off 343 days nice horse really strong sp profile probably you know gonna end up being the best horse in the race but just off such a long break i think it'll it'll drift late and the other horse i thought was a little bit of a weakness in the market has been a little bit firm in the early markets is scissor step i just i can't see how it gets um close to the speed given how quick i think midwest will go early so yeah, I'm with Midwest. I think my numero uno, I'll drift off that long break. Scissor step, I think it'll drift, but it's been a little bit solid 
early, but um, as the market percentages come down, expect it to get a little bit soft. So I'm with Midwest. Midwest early. I like the sounds of that. Let's go over to race two where we jump up a couple of hundred metres. We're over 1,200 here. We've got Fearless Writer. No such thing. At 650 Vongele at seven bucks. Morpheus Braggy. Morpheus for the uh, fans of Sleep Among Us. Whoa, that's just literally right in front of me. Jumped into second favoritism. Racing, that's at 650. Inner Stride at 750. Bluestone Lane for the fans of the Cobbles at 950. And then it's double figures the rest. Is this another one that we're uh, we're going to have a dip at? We're playing, yeah. And not generally the shape of a market that I tend to like to play in, but. I just thought that there were a couple of things that stood out for me that you know prompted me to have a little bit of a bet. Um, in terms of the speed map, there's not a lot of speed coming from the inside. All the speed's coming from the outside. You've got Midnight Charm, Gillette, and Our Goddess, the three, three horses who will go forward. They're all drawn out wide, so that's worth noting. I don't think they'll go unbelievably quick, but I expect Midnight Charm to lead. The two horses I'm going to back here, Our Goddess is one of them. I think it'll come across from that wide gate. I thought it ran really well at Packenham last start. They went out hard. It held on. I thought it was probably entitled to get beaten, but... Kept fighting. I think it'll be better suited around the tighter surf circuit at Mooney Valley. And I just think you're looking at thirteen, twelve dollars. Don't have to have much on each way at that price. Oh, and I just love the all. fact it can give a kick off a hot tempo. And the other horse I want to back is Hello Broadcast. He's over twenty dollars at the moment. It's the only one with the Jumbuck form. And we've talked about the Jumbuck a lot on this uh, podcast in the in the past. And that form line down that Flemington Strait is absolutely red hot. I think it'll appreciate getting back around the circuit. It's got genuine 1,200 metres form and up to 1,200 metres, uh, I think it's ready to peak third up. So I just think it's the horse that I want to be with it uh, really long odds in a wide open race. And as I mentioned, you don't have to have much on at these prices to get something out of it. So hello broadcast and our goddess for mine. Patented Benny Clifton, two horse play. And if one of those gets up, we are farting through the patented proverbial silk, my friend. Let's go to race three now where we double the length at 20, 40 metres. We've got Summer Beale at 250, Queen Air at 310, Divine Diosa at 8, Charm Star at 850. Then it starts to drift when fantasising comes into play at about 14 bucks. Yeah, it's a pretty thin field, uh, and the market really mm. tells that. Summer Beale, obviously the favourite. I'm tipping Summer Beale. I just think it'll be awfully hard to beat. Last start at Mooney Valley, just sat outside the lead, far too strong from really sold in the market on the, in, on that occasion, $3.80. I just can't see any competition for the lead. I generally like the Gay Waterhouse Adrian Bot horse to be going up in distance. It does stay at the same distance here, which is probably a little bit of a negative, but I just think given how easy a lead it should get, I think it'll be hard to run down, and particularly if this track just really dries out, and I think the deeper into the card we get, the, the, the drier it will get. So I think it'll be really hard to beat two dollars fifty i'm willing to take that queen air is the other one in the market coming out of a different form line coming out of that uh, vanity at flemington one by wallombi was i did wasn't a great rating race it ran on okay up in distance so it's got a little bit of form about it it's got you know it does have something about it three-year-old against the older horses so it's probably the horse in the race with the biggest amount of scope but i just think the way this race is going to be run summer beer is going to be too hard to run down up front so on with summer beer all sound reasoning, mate. I like it. Are we getting an Oman? 
Uh, we get yeah, let's get soon? no. We'll get no money in the next. Let's do that. Let's go to the mile here. Let's go over sixteen hundred in race four. I'm going to lean towards the favourite for my own man, which makes me feel a little bit sick in the guts. Bel Air. I just figure with because you're a fresh prince. Well, yeah. I mean, it's a bit of you know the Oscars were the start of the week and noticeable absentees were Will Smith and uh, his lovely shaved headed missus. <laughs> so I'm going to dedicate this one to the fresh prince. Hey, uh, do you know how you find Will Smith in the snow? You follow the Fresh Prince. All right, we got Bel Air at 260, the Oman <laughs> Toronto Terrier. I hate myself at 320. Russian Dancer. All right, just stay within your border, thank you, at four bucks. And then there's pretty much a lot of roughies here. We got Cardio and Legero at about 100 to 1. So I'm tipping at something in those top three. No, I'm not. I'm not tipping anything here. Where, where did you hear that joke? Was that was that off the cuff? Don't you worry your pretty little head about it, mate. I wonder where you source a lot of your information. <laughs> right out of the back passage, my friend. I was looking at the favourite here, Ballet. Um mm. I didn't. There was. It's probably the best horse in the race, but it's fifth run in up to a mile. Don't necessarily think it. It's going to suit it and just does so much wrong in the run. So, yeah, I didn't like it. Could I just couldn't find a horse. I was looking for the horse on the up, you know, rated well going through the grades, but nothing really ticked the box. This is a really, really weak race. And for $200,000, I'd be, uh, I think the connections of the winner will be very lucky to be getting that check. So, uh, we move on. We bet later on the card. Okay, you've just shot down my Oman with ease. Well done. Let's stick with the mile <laughs> over the distance of 1,600 metres yet again here in race five. We've got Munamek at 2.35. Boy d'argent. A little bit of perfume going around here. Could have the stench of desperation about it. That's 4.40. Quality time. Bit of QT at six bucks. Ryazan, Ryazan. Hmm. Sounds a bit like the wicketkeeper batsman for Pakistan at eight bucks. Rambler Rebel at 16s, and I'm not going to bother with the rest. No, nah, don't bother. We're not betting here. The favourite Munamek, right. I think, is really well found, and it's got a really negative jockey change, which isn't ideal, particularly if you're diving into a horse at this price, but it's getting deep into its campaign. I can understand if you want to back it. It's got a bit of form at Mooney Valley, dropping six kilos, turn a foot horse, but I just think mm, can go around without me. Froggy Newark Barrier 3 stuck on the inside while uh, getting back in the field whilst others have probably probably off and gone. So staying out here and we get busy in the next race, I think. All right, let's go get busy. Let's get jiggy with it. Race 6 over 1,200. You're guaranteed we get busy, so let's get busy. In the boat, you're going to need a bigger boat. Is it four bucks? Lady of Honor, yet to meet one at four fifty. Duel at sevens. Lombardo at nine fifty. As is I Am War with Carlene Heffel on board. Go the Heff, and eleven bucks is fluorescent <laughs> star. We're with the flying doormat here. Is that right? Yes. The, I mean, there's a few things here. Let's let's have, let's go through the market in the boat. I've got a lot of time for this horse. Just first up, a lot of speed in the race. I'm not sure if it's ready to sort of produce that figure off a break. Uh, no doubt mm-hmm. it's probably the best performed horse in the race bar the toppy, but you'd want to, there's sort of been a market drift already early uh, since it gone up. So you'd want to, if you want, were going to back in the boat, you'd be wanting to see a market push for that horse closer to the race. Yeah, I want to back door just because I thought it was really soft first up. Uh, I think it was at Pakenham, yeah, uh, at Sale, sorry. They didn't go out too hard, sprinted home really well. Dropped six kilos. Form lines has got from its last campaign through Bonus Notches, Giga Kick. That is all holding up. 
love that it's a three-year-old against the older horses it's the horse with a little bit more improvement and i just think from barrier four they can decide whether they go with the speed or they just take a little bit of a sit in behind it and come off their back so hasn't ticked the 1200 meter box yet but i think it's going to on saturday seven dollars dual uh you can back that each way at that quote the horse i was completely against was lady of honor i think just it's better suited over 1400 meters dictating i think it'll need the run and i am war probably the only other one in the market which i wasn't uh wasn't with you know given the jockey and engagement. why is that mate yeah right <laughs> <laughs> couldn't help myself what has she ever done to you all right mate should we go to the big one let's get struck into it hey what let's do you reckon do it. let's do it yes all right race seven 1600 meters aka a mile in the old money this is it this is the all-star mile this is what we've all come for there are some bloody good horses here and the only reason i know that is because even i recognize some of these names <laughs> we've got alligator blood at 280. I'm Thunderstruck at six bucks. The killer's Mr. Brightside at 650. She's a belter at 13. Cascadian at 15s. And we're going to drift after that, but I'm happy to talk if you are. Yes. All right. Let's start with the speed, mate. We can, we can take a little bit of time in this race. They're going to go hard. They are going to go like last week's pay. So we've got Keats going forward. And they, I know that they, they've been very vocal that they're going to run it along. So it'll go forward. Gentleman Roy has to go forward. Alligator Blood will be there probably. I think they'll have to take a sit on it. Nugget will push forward. Sosie Bond from that wide gate will probably push forward as well. So it won't be one for the faint-hearted this race. You really need a horse who's strong through the line. So I'll start with the favourite, Alligator Blood. Very, very tight in the market for mine. I thought last start at Sandown that it was just really run to suit and that they, it was first up, it had a soft run in front, just sprinted home. It was absolutely put on a platter for it. It's just not going to get the same scenario here given that there's so much speed in the race. I think it'll have to take the sit, which it probably hasn't performed at its absolute top uh, when it's had to sort of sit in behind the leaders. So I'm against Alligator Blood at $2.80. I'm Thunderstruck. I think it's warming up to its peak performance, but I just don't like the way that Mr. Brightside went straight past at last start. I think the quicker tempo will suit. He's got form at Mooney Valley, probably got a negative jockey change slightly, even though D Moore rides all right. But I'm not backing it. The horse I am backing is Mr. Brightside, as you mentioned. Okay. It's not it's not one of my horses, but I just think the setup here is perfect. Two runs back have been really nice, ready to peak here. Two from two at the track and distance. And I just think with this tempo on, it'll just be the one sitting in behind it. I think they'll ride it a little bit warmer here, come off and go past them. So I'm pretty keen on Mr. Brightside. I can't see how there's any... Uh, there's no reason for me to look at it and go, it'll drift from the current price at $6.50. I think it's just a bet every day of the week, considering uh, I think there's too much percentage in alligator blood at $2.80. So Mr. Brightside, I think he's never been one of mine. I've never been able to catch him, but I just think this is the day. If he's going to win a big another big race, this is the one. And I think they've timed its preparation to absolute perfection. Bloody hell, you've... Been pretty thorough there. You got an Oman for me, mate. Not particularly. I mean, I'll, I'll stick with the the earlier one. But uh, if I had to go an Oman in the big one here, I would go number thirteen Nugget. I went to school with a Nugget, and he won. You talk about last week's pay going quickly. Nugget, Sean Nugget Nugent, known for two things around school. One, the greatest fight we ever saw on the basketball courts, one stormy, wet, windy afternoon. <laughs> Always a fight when the wind picks up at school. It was great. Number thirteen Nugget. He was also known Nugget for. About a week after school finished, he won 60 grand on a scratchy and he lost it all, as in spent it all, just on basically liquid assets, just partying. Sex, drugs and rock and roll. All right, 
Good analysis. <laughs> We've still got three races after this, so we'll keep going, mate. We've got 1,200 metres here. The Typhoon Tracy Stakes. Speaking of windy days, get ready for a punch-on in the Typhoon. My Bella May at three bucks is putting a bit of a gap in him in the favouritism department. Parasal? Parisal? Parasal. Bugger. Yeah, yeah, yep. I like Paris. that I've said two different versions and you said yes. Not really that binary. Seven bucks. Paris Dior. <laughs> more fragrances at eight bucks. And then we go, wee, Nessie. For those who believe in Loch Ness at 14. And I'm not going to bother pronouncing anymore. Look, look, look at the size of the field. This is tricky. Yeah. Um, set hell. weights and penalties really suits this. My Ballamay under the sort of handicaps that would be given four and a half kilos to its nearest rival. So very well into the weights, but... You have a look at the speed map and you just go, where is this thing going to get in? But Tron Barrier 12, Pikey probably likely going to push forward. Can't see where it's going to get get any sort of cover. It'd have to sit three wide and win, which it maybe can, but I'm just not willing to take that chance. I thought Paris Dior was pretty good last start. Went to the wrong part of the track, let down really well, ran into a really smart one. Parasau, as you mentioned, uh, in numerous mm. forms, um, is really nice horse, can win. I just sort of tied myself in knots, I think... Uh, originally went looking for the favour. I'm like, nah, it can't win from that gate or it's going to find it hard from that gate. I just didn't want to label one and I just thought there wasn't any edge in the market. I couldn't talk you out of Paris Dior or Parasol. If you want to take the Paris double, uh, I'd go for it. Double P's. I wouldn't talk you out of it. it. So um, too hard, too big the field. Could be messy, and I think we've found better bets uh, earlier in the card. We'll probably be having a bit of a breather anyway after the last race because it's an, it's a bit of a humdinger. So we'll move on to race nine over twenty forty here. We've got Amenable at three bucks, Japanese Emperor at five, Dunkel at five fifty, as is Bank Moore and Seer Seven. If I'm pronouncing that correctly, is at about eleven bucks. This is another tricky one. We are playing, but mm. I'll just go through. The speed map looks running on time. I've got going forward. Sul Zero, or however you pronounce that, Zero. It'll go forward. This is a tricky little race because you have a look at the favourite Amenable. It's been running in harder company. I'll say that in inverted brackets in that it's been running the Australian Guineas. But that race didn't rate all that well. You could probably give it a, a positive in that it was in the wrong part of the track. But it was a, it's been a big drifter in betting on both races this time. And I think it probably, I don't know. I don't know if it's as good as what the early markets are saying uh, in that it's $3 at the moment. Don't think it's necessarily crying out for 2,000 metres anyway. So... I'm against it. Dunkel has been winning at short prices, but hasn't been rating all that well. So I'm against it. Japanese Emperor ran well last start in the Australian Guineas, but it was 100 to 1. It's going to find it hard to repeat that rating. So the horse I'm backing is Mr. Fabulous down uh, number 9, Whoa, 20 to okay. 1. $26 at the moment. Juicy. I just think this is a different form line. It's a real line chaser. Both times it's really found the line on debut at Mooney Valley when it's sort of... Uh, I would have liked to have seen it get around the track a little bit better, but once it straightened up, it really motored to the line. And, and even at Benalla last start, it took a little while, while to wind up, but I think third up, better for the experience for its first two runs. I just think it's got a little bit of scope for improvement. And, you know, it's a horse who's probably going to get over 2,500 or, or more. So, um, as I mentioned at these bigger prices you just don't have to have much on to get something out of them and you know i'd much rather back this horse at double figure at, at 20 to 1 plus than amenable at three dollars who i think is a is a sort of dodgy little favorite nice little mixed bag here mate this week you got a couple of favorites some two horse plays we're shouldering arms we've got value it is all happening 
Should we go out with a winner or should we just show it our arms? We've got a mile to run here, the Country Mile. We've got 1,600 metres at race 10. We've got British Columbia, the BC, at 5.50. Too good for Turak at 6.50. Ooh, here we go. Coco? We're just pronouncing it Coco and they've decided to stitch me up with oh, the spelling. Oh, Quay Quay. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Quay Quay. <laughs> hey? Tell me you're not into horse racing without telling me you're not into horse racing. <laughs> Coco, Quay Quay. Quay, quay that quay. horse. <laughs> quay Quay. Yeah. All right. Well, coming in after that is my care factor, which is odds on not to give a shit about mispronouncing Quay Quay. Get a real name, guys. Come on. That's at seven bucks. Three and fourpence. Yep. Three fifths of bugger all is eight bucks. Daily Bugle. Didn't have mine. It's probably why I'm tense. At double figures. Super Aussie. I know that horse. That's at 12 bucks. <laughs> yeah, we've talked about it. No, mate, what do you reckon I'm doing here? Uh, you are going to be all over. No, you're going to shoulder arms. Yeah, it's too hard. Have a look at it. It's way too hard. Mate, <laughs> I can't just... even pronounce them. I don't know how I'm supposed to tip them. My starting point was British Columbia, and I had a look at its last run. It had every chance when beaten by Coco or Quay Quay. <laughs> hey, mate, the last race you said something in, and I'm quoting you now, inverted brackets, and I let it go. Did, it, did so I you really? You just pull your head in. Oh, go did to I the really? tape, mate. Go to the tape. I don't know what inverted brackets are. But they don't exist. <laughs> I reckon I said inverted commas and you've, you're just going to edit it in and no one will ever know. Because <laughs> you have a look at the favourite amenable, it's been running in harder company. I'll say that in inverted brackets. I'll say that in inverted brackets and in inverted brackets. <laughs> I definitely know what you said and you might have gone cray cray for my Coco Quay Quay, but you've gone inverted brackets, my friend, so good luck with that. <laughs> Hey, what's Frost uh, Yourself like? That's jumping out at me for some reason. Is that any good? Oh, Alana Kelly, riding it. <laughs> no, she goes all right. She, she rides all right. Well, you, you, you've given Do me... Do you a... just hate jockeys or is it misogyny? What is it? Oh, it does sound like misogyny, but no, but jockeys are such an yeah, important well, part of the puzzle. It looks part like a their, duck and puzzle. sounds like a duck. I, I did notice it's come in from 23 to 16, though, so it's popping the eyes out for someone else as well. Where the smoke, there's fire, eh? That's right. That's what I say when it comes to people who claim not to be misogynistic. All right, so should we go through the card? <laughs> go on. Let's do it. All right. It's a big day, in inverted brackets. Race one <laughs> is the All-Star Kilometre, the All-Star Click, and we're on Midwest, which has got some good valley form. We've got a good bit of value in a two-horse play in race two with Our Goddess at around 12s and Hello Broadcast at 26 to 1. Race three, we're back where we're comfortable on the favourites on Summer Beal. Race four, you're gutless, but I'm having a crack. Oman, Bel Air. Get on the Fresh Prince, guys. He's had it rough. Slap yourself a fiver on that, zing. Race <laughs> five, you're not a fan of Craig Newitt on board. No, I like Froggy. The new but... Carlene Heffel, so Munamek doesn't get anything from us and there's no love all round. Race six, O'Doyle rules. You're on duel at sevens. Then the big one, the All-Star Mile, you're on Mr. Brightside. I think Nugget's going to just chime its way in. Don't you worry your pretty little head about that. If that was the big All-Star Mile, I don't know what the next race is, the Participation Award. There's 18 runners and none of them are winning. Race 9, we're on Mr. Fabulous. My ears are burning. You can get about 26 <laughs> to 1 and 5 or 6 bucks a place there. And race 10 is, inverted brackets, a dud. So we're letting it go. What's your best bet for the day, mate? I think that's a really good summary of what we're doing, but I'm dead keen on Mr. Brightside in the All-Star Mile. I think it's primed. 
Wow, you're not normally like the the big big ones. You you sort of tend to say that you know there's always a lot of good chances. So I don't, I think there's a long tail on this race. I think I think the the I think it's pretty narrow in terms of chances and mm. just the way they bring the, together the field of the All Star Mile. Some horses who just aren't up to it can uh, get a run. So they're I think not it's all pretty stars. Thin. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, right. So, Mr. Brightside, very keen. And I just think Midwest is an easy bet to have uh, in the first. You just know first what you're going to get. Yeah, it goes. It, it just it. pings the gates, goes to the front. Mooney Valley, 1,000 metres. They've got a good strike rate. So, yeah, Mr. Brightside of Midwest, I think uh, they can hold us in good stead for the day. That's sensational, mate. And it's a good day for the punters to just stay responsible, guys, because there's plenty of value out there. So, don't go unloading everything. We don't want to go... Uh, a big Sean Nugget Nugent scenario here and have you walk into the cricket in a month's time with nothing in the back pocket. Don't be like Nugget. Don't be like Nugget, guys. Unless Nugget wins, then I don't know what to tell you. But anyway, enjoy yourselves. Stay hydrated. Just be careful what you're spending and have a think about what you're really gambling with. Thanks for all that, Benny. I will see you when I'm looking at you next. See you, mate. Good luck, punters. Good luck. Good luck, in adverted brackets. 